Kim, it's Marcus. Good evening. Hey, I was just finding, um, you know, just pottering around listening to you, which I do sometimes when I'm folding the washing. Yes. <laughs> um, a while ago, some guy called and suggested that students take a break, you know, tertiary students take a break from one year to fill shelves or something. Um, I think that's a bit of an idiotic suggestion. We'll then be um, a year behind of graduating teachers and lawyers and bankers and counsellors and psychologists and just, you know, smart, tradable people on the international market and also in the internal one. I mean, what's the logic behind stopping tertiary education from a year, for a year? Well, well if, if we get hit hard by Omicron... Mm-hmm. And if we haven't got people in hospitals or people for supplies and things get very bad very quickly, um, mm-hmm. I guess it would be to stop, uh, it would be to stop um, civil unrest and grave problems. Yeah, so why pick on tertiary students? Why not just ask everyone in the country to step up and, you know, volunteer for 10 hours a week or five hours a week when they can or, and take a tax break if they need? Why, why tertiary students? Because everyone else has probably got jobs that are vital to... Um, Making Tertiary the country function. A job. It's a 40 hour a week job for which students pay a great deal of money. Yes, but and they it's. Come it... out and they, they come out and they contribute to the economy. One year or two years of loss of tertiary students means what? Yeah, yeah I, I think. Um... I, th- I think he's triggered. I, I don't think he was d- d- diminishing what students do or the value of education. Why did he pick on tertiary students? Why not all people in New Zealand? Because Probably because you've got a, a group of young, smart people that are prepared to learn that could actually pivot into any kind of occupation, just like they could during the war, I suppose. That's what he was, um, that was the analogy yeah, he was drawing. It just, seemed like, it just seemed like a pick on tertiary students. And can you think about the cost of the country of losing two years of tertiary study or a year of tertiary study? what the loss is, why not just ask every New Zealander? I mean, you, you stepped up and said, yeah, I've thought about that. Why don't I go and volunteer? Why don't we all volunteer to do three or four or five hours? Because most people probably haven't got that freedom. Because <laughs> most people, unlike me, probably work 40, 50 hours a week. Yeah, I do families too, to look I, after, yeah. Yeah, but students doing 40 hours a week too and studying, I mean, and studying and holding down part-time jobs. Why pick on them? I don't think he was picking. Kim, I don't think he was picking on anyone. I think it was a suggestion. He thinks, where's where can we get a if there there aren't enough people to do the jobs, who can we get students? But why why not high school students on their off days? Why not why tertiary students who are? Well, I think I think I think I think I think school students enjoy the. Um, I think they have their right to enjoy their childhood. <laughs> Yeah, uh, tertiary students. I mean, I'm just sending my last one off to to study. Um, vast cost, huge pressure. I'm also a university lecturer. Huge pressure. All my students work, you know, 40 hours a week plus are trying to study. And then you suggest, oh no, these are disposable, you know. No, no, come on. I think I think I think no one's no one's. No one suggested they were, I thought it was probably quite a positive call, like you've got your student volunteer army and things like that. They've realised that there's an asset there in times but of crisis. You know, student volunteers, great. Absolutely, they'll step up. But to set back their study for a year or two seems absolutely ludicrous.
Well, I think he did talk about some commensurate compensation, so maybe something with their student loans they could um. Oh, uh, no, take... no, commensurate to them, but to the economy and to the country of losing two years of tertiary students. I think the he point was, was making. I think the point. I think the point he was making. There, there could be some um, uh, reimbursement for them, like uh, uh, having no, not no, no. We're the... not talking about reimbursement for them. Sure, there could be a reimbursement for me if I decided to put an extra five or ten hours into packing. Oh, so, 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 I'm talking so, about the cost so, so, of the economy of losing a year or two of tertiary education, and that just says, suggests that there's just no value given to them, and to well, the there study might be no of, value. You know, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I think you and I are probably talking in, in some ways at cross purposes. Perhaps. But I just, yeah. yeah, all of us need to step up. But don't pick on students and ask them to no, get no, up. Can, 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 no, one's, no one's picking on anyone. I would imagine if it came to a situation to be a crisis, that the majority of the students would be very happy to do it. Oh, absolutely. And I would too. Marcus, 100% agree with the current call to defending students. Why don't retirees go stack shelves? Because they're vulnerable and they'll die if they catch something, a lot of them. Anyway, 0800 80 1080. Who was wondering what she lectured in? I was. Picking on students. The majority of students with a year off to go and drive four hoists, wow, to save the nation. Count me in. Gillian, good evening. Yeah, good evening, Marcus. I can't remember the name of that last caller, um, but um, I wonder if she's ever heard of um, um, a, a brain... Oh, now I've even forgotten it. Where you just throw ideas on the board? Oh, this, yeah, like a brainstorm, like in, you know, it, brainstorm, and, it, and, you don't, and there's, there's rules of the brainstorm. You don't run anyone's, every, every idea is a good idea. Chuck them up. There we go. Look, we've got students. We've got the, exactly. Never heard of it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I, I thought it was just a really good brainstorming idea. Oh, it was a great idea. I thought it was one of the great ideas. Get the students out and yeah. um, give them a free, get, take some money off their loan or <coughs> anything at all. Yep. Well, I mean, there's other groups that that could be chucked on that brainstorming board as well. But um, you know, just because um, someone said students doesn't mean they're being picked on. And I actually thought it was one of the great ideas I've heard so far this year. Yeah. It doesn't I'm, I'm... doesn't mean it's going to be compulsory. For goodness sake. No. No, and, and let's hope we don't need that. But, you know, at least we've got a solution. The students. Thank you. Marcus, of course students can stack selves. I mean, they can't go to concerts or festivals. Very good. Ben, good evening. Hey, Marcus. Hey, um, that woman just really triggered me, the one, the lecturer. Um, I've got two <laughs> nieces at Victoria University, and yes. they are doing um, 
they can do open book tests though. Like they go into exams and they can have a book next to them. Like I've never done exams like that. And um, so I'm sure they can catch up if the world came to a stop and they had to go and do something as low as shelf filling, they could possibly um, catch up again by open book tests because no one wants to let people fail when it's a business. And I'm being very facetious, but I just get so sick of people thinking shelf filling and doing the really essential jobs is like there's no thought to it. Like, seriously, I did some, I did 20 years so in retail. You, I've just, you, think, you think she was patronising? Oh look, she had a good point. I could see, I could see on a like on a real macro level, she was talking about how um, the young youth of today will be affected, and you could look at statistics and say how this would affect the economy, and um, if you don't let people pass. But I, I'm pretty certain universities, in this day and age, are not going to let people fail um, um, too much because they haven't got the Chinese students coming in. They want a big high uh, pass rate because they still want that business. Um, I'm being quite. Um, I've got no um, no evidence to say that they like that, but I'm just going off my nieces and how they do open book tests, and I give yeah. them shit about it. Oh, I just give them crap about it. Um, the other the other the other thing is that the, the university year is probably twenty five thirty weeks, right? So it's only half a year, and the re, in yeah. the summer they go to, they go to festivals and upload Instagram, yeah. Um, yeah. and they go to rhythm and vines. Well, if the, if they had to look, if they had to then do two years in the next one year because they'd actually done great work, that would be a good thing. Yeah, um, I think you're right. And um, I think um, you're not really holding them back. I just think um, you just, look, they'll pick it up. If they're that bright, they'll be fine. Um, And I think, you know, people, essential services, I just, again, like I I think I was a bit triggered because he was kind of saying that tertiary's at a certain level and they hold the, they like you. You need these people to be graduated now because they are the future, which they are, and they are, and they'll make the big decisions. But don't forget the people who might not be skilled, but they still got brains, and other ones are the backbone. And we still well, ben, need the backbone. You still ben, need the people. Ben, ben, I was at the stage thinking we've probably gone backwards since World War Two. World War Two. You know, everyone mm. volunteered to fight overseas. What well, was conscription? I suppose to be volunteer. I don't know, but they went and did that. They went and fought. Mm. Uh, and that seemed to be the right thing to do for people to help out, and women helped out in the Home Guard. Now, 70 yeah. years later, the students and the lecturers think they're above doing those important jobs because they are too indispensable and they're too special with their medical and stuff, their psychology, their learning. It seemed strange, oh, I thought. Fantastic. You know, you know, good on them. And, like, you know what, they'll, be, they'll get the big jobs, and that's great, but they can hold off for two years. We might need new talk hosts also because if we get exposed, we can't work from home. And you get some university students to do that. Is that you, Stephen? I'd listen. Anyway, because, you know, and we're an essential service. Remember that when we had the before traffic lights when there was I don't even know what it was called then. What was it called? Lockdowns? Were they called lockdowns? Alert levels. And I had to come to work because it was essential service. 0800 80 1080.
Marcus, instead of charging returnees to New Zealand for MIQ, make them do two weeks compulsory work once they're cleared from isolation. I think it's fantastic. Because you'd be desperate for something to do after the boredom of MIQ. 